radio check. Next artist is on A rig. Artist is on the way to the stage. Lighting, the artist is requesting we go door. Every great artist, great stage, great sound, and great visuals is a crew of men and women making it happen. Hear their stories. All right, what up, everybody? I'm Rocky. This is Brenda. And I'm Kirby. And you've tuned in to Set Times. <laughs> so today we got um, um a good friend. He's a uh, production manager of one of my favorite artists. Right? Production manager? Double yeah. Or stage manager? I don't know. Production. Uh, all the above. All the above. <laughs> but uh, I really got closer to him now because I've been seeing him more often. More and more often. And uh, I want to introduce Nate, the big dog. Nate. Welcome to the show. Hi, how you guys doing? What up, what up, what up? Thank you for being here. My name is Nate. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Jeff. <laughs> My name is Nate, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Prior alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so before we got on here, uh, Nate was talking about going on vacation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are talking about going to jail and how wonderful it sounds. <laughs> Uh, if you work in the production world, you know, it's very rare you get a full night's sleep. Pretty sure everybody's wanting that vacation right now. Take me to jail, dude. <laughs> I'm ready for it. A month, dude? A month would do me good, you know? Yeah. Probably deserve it, to be honest. No, nah, 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 I don't even say that, bro. But how are you doing yeah. this uh, great <laughs> Tuesday afternoon? I'm actually wonderful. I, uh, I'm home in Los Angeles, and uh, it's good to be home. It's good to be able to have time to do something like this. It's a little different than what I'm used to. Yeah, thank you for coming, by the way. Absolutely. I mean, I, I threw I threw the hook out there, bro, and I was hoping I could catch you. Like, wheel you in, homie. And, uh, this fool gave me candy on stage. I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll oh, yeah. do it. I'll do it. That's how I got him, bro. I was like, hey, do you want some snacks? He, he said, always yeah. has snacks. He, he opened my he, snacks, he, and, then he's all, and then I was like, hey, by the way, you want to come on podcast? <laughs> he knew it, dude. He was like, hey, man, this fat fool wants some food. Let's go. <laughs> hey, Big dude to big dude. I know what's up, homie. We got the sweets. You're going to start, start booking everybody then. Yeah. Um, you got it down. Get him with the snacks. Get I'm working. I'm working on that. <laughs> That's great. So you said uh, production manager. Yeah, I've, I've production managed for uh, venues, several artists, and uh, just different projects, you know? Gotcha. Uh, all around. What's the difference between a production manager and a site manager? Uh, I mean, in my world, production, I'm strictly just on the technical aspect of the stage, lighting, video, audio, uh, site, you know, you're, a, you're more of the overall, Okay. you know, site plans, maps, oh. you know, there's the, the largest, the largest spectrum of like, uh, so site goes in there first and then collaborates with the production. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Correct. I think you guys just had a Carlo. Carlo's yes. A, yeah. yeah. Carlo. Carlo's usually specific on site for the most part, you know? Yeah, and then stage manager. Also. Yeah. 
So yeah. you wouldn't be, are you a tour manager too or no? No, no tour manager. Okay, you just. Uh, when I was younger, I used to do that a bunch with a lot of like more metal bands, punk bands. And then uh, it's just, it's rough. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a lot. It's a, it's a very grinding job, you know? Yeah, let's get into that. I stalk all our guests on Instagram, and I was talking to you on Instagram. It looks like you've, <laughs> you've traveled all over the world. Yeah, you got some miles. Yeah. You should have brought your passport, bro. <laughs> Look at that shit. Is it for fun, or is it for work? Uh, I mean, when I essentially, I started this doing this for fun, you know. Uh, prior to being involved in music, I was a fireman. <laughs> oh, oh then, fuck. Whoa, I didn't know. Uh, Damn. Take that shirt off, bro. So we can get that calendar going. <laughs> and then uh, I, I was uh, as a kid, I grew up playing music, played in bands, and I, I had the opportunity to tour. And uh, you know, for the first time, we got offered to do Europe, and I was like, "Yo, this is cool. I get paid to go tour Europe." And I was like, "Yeah, you know, what? I'm gonna take a year off, go on tour, and uh, I'll be back to work." You know, telling the guys at work. And uh, a year, how old were you? I was 20 years old. Oh, fuck, oh that God, sounds great. Baby, yeah. As a child, yeah. Hell yeah, you take that opportunity. And, uh, you know, I was very young, you know, I was very young. I was like, why wouldn't I take that opportunity? At that point, I was just going to school, work, school, work. And this was before the EDM era. Yeah, before the EDM All the 16-year-olds are living that life. Uh, and I got a chance to tour, and a, a year turned into what now is probably 15 years. Oh, wow. Damn. But yeah, I just stayed That's on miles. Tour. Yeah, I just stayed on tour, yeah. Never came back. So staying on tour with your band. Yeah. Which is metal. Yes. Awesome. What is your band? Do you want to see your band's name? It's called Shabalba. Shabalba. Yeah. All right. What does that mean? Place of fear in Mayan culture. Oh. I sound like a nerd right now, dog, but I when I read it, I was like, oh, it says Shabalba. Like, <laughs> like, like the like, casino? No, like the motherfucking Star Wars Star guy. Wars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I read it, I was like, Shabalba. I was like, oh, that's fucking dope. I thought like her. I thought it's a <laughs> casino, uh, too. I mean, when I read it, Cause I was like, oh, I'm gonna check this who shit out, like, and I was like, and I was trying to like, I was like, oh, it's Sabobo, yeah, you know, I love Star Wars, huh? <laughs> I love Star Wars. <laughs> That's why I said I'm gonna sound like a nerd right now. But yeah, I got to tour a lot with my band prior to doing it professionally, and uh, you know, playing in a band, and you learn a lot, and it turned into a job. Oh, so what is one of the most awesome places you've been to? Most memorable? Um. You know what's crazy is that that you know, metal and punk rock isn't as big in perspective as a lot of you know, mainstream music. But the one thing about it, it is everywhere in the world. Okay. <clears throat> what I mean by that is that we've been fortunate enough to literally, before I did it as a profession, we got to tour more places than most of these mainstream artists. You know, and uh, <laughs> you go to Indonesia. The- I saw Tokyo. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. You know, like- I would have never thought that. that music's out there. I yeah. mean, the music's like, everywhere, but that there's a fan base for it. I'm yeah, like, oh, there's a those fan base for Those are loyal everything. fans, too. Yeah. Those are loyal, hardcore fans, metal. Uh, but the you know, coolest experiences for me that like, I always kind of take a look back has always been like Central America, South America, and then like Southeast Asia. And the reason why I say those places is because it puts, it puts, it's a very uh, culture shock and it puts a lot of things in perspective in the sense that like, you know, you go to places where, you know, first world countries where it's very accessible, it's very easy. But then you go to places like Nicaragua, El Salvador, like places it's where like, it is not easy to bring a band there or play there or even set up a stage there. Oh. So we played places like that, and it was some of the craziest shows I've ever played. And also very humbling to be like, 
get to know people there and, and to understand the full extent of what it takes to bring someone there it was like shit like i felt guilty taking money you know like i was just like take yeah. the shirts i don't give a fuck take it. i don't <laughs> want it yeah you know you hear people like how much they make and you're just like what do I care they, about this hundred dollars taken, man? Yeah, and they <laughs> saved up just to come to the show. Yeah, like yeah. people, the amount of effort they saved to like collectively bring music there, you're just like, I was like, like you know, it almost like makes you cry. You're like, holy shit! Yeah. So it was, yeah, South uh, Central America was surreal, and then like Southeast Asia, like Thailand, Vietnam. Yeah, those places were crazy. Myanmar, what like what the hell? That's yeah. dope. Damn. Yeah. I love how music just brings people together. Yeah. Every type of music. Any, every type of music. So he's the first that does the work and is a performer. You're right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you too, dog, but I mean. Yeah. You're on both yeah, sides. Yeah. He's a rockero. <laughs> <laughs> so um, earlier you said you're from Los Angeles. You yeah, grew, yeah. You grew up here in L.A. I was born in Montebello. And oh, shit. That's our city. I, I, we live in Monterey Park. Yeah, so I, I was born there, and then I grew up a portion of my life in Guadalajara, Mexico. Oh. And then once I, I came back to the States, and... You were acting up, bro. I sent yeah, your ass over there. Yeah, they sent me... What, my dude, my mom sent me to one of those Catholic schools where they're allowed to hit you. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. How old were you? <laughs> I was no, only messing straight, around, bro, but he straight, was acting up. Straight yeah. up. Like, people be complaining about schools. He was like, yo, they, I went to a school where they actually allowed to whoop what, your yeah. ass. You know? Get <laughs> like, your knuckles. Whoop and, your ass. Dude, my mom was all about it. Yeah, I hit that fool. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, hit him twice. Yeah, but yeah, I, and then you know, I can't. You know, when I was a little, when I was little, I, I grew up there for a portion of my life, and then came back, and then grew up. You el gringo? No, no. I mean, because you're from America, and they'd be like, "Well, no, my my, I, my first language was Spanish." Oh, okay, yeah. No. So I knew, and it was it's weird because I moved here, I moved back during elementary school so like those primary years where you're learning language so even till this day there's like words i don't know in english oh, and really? in spanish and vice versa you know like yeah. should i know in spanish that i don't know in english yeah. so it was just those, those like very uh you know the, those are the years where you're learning the structure and grammar and all that stuff and it was uh it was real fucked up because when i got here i was in all those english learning classes i was like kind of yeah like, yeah i was like i kind of know spanish i kind of know english oh <laughs> you, know? you were like in that in between a little yeah. bit of here a little bit limbo. of there yeah, yeah it was a straight up actual spanglish you know yeah <laughs> i mean that's all of us bro. there is a couple of words I, I know the english is my first language but growing up with my grandmother speaking spanish there was always a, a couple of words that i didn't realize that i would say in spanish yeah that were, were meant something else no 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 that that they were in spanish i thought they were like pepino i thought pepino was in english yeah like oh. i thought pepino was just a bit and then i'm like wait a minute it's a cute what the fuck's a cucumber they're like, it's a cucumber. <laughs> I'm like wait what yeah. <laughs> this whole my whole childhood that's I my wife my <laughs> wife says uh uh toronja is uh tangerine oh yeah 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 i mean i'll always be in conversation <laughs> like wait wait how do you yeah yeah how do you like, how do you say pepino in English? What is that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to yeah. say that, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, like, for reals, up until, like, recently, I like, a guayaba has always been a guayaba to me. Yes. I didn't know it was, a, well, how do you say it in English? Guava. 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 I didn't know that until, like, Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's yeah, exactly that's, uh, what I'm talking about. That's so funny. It's the American dream. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, yeah, grammar was in my strong suit, you know? <laughs> so, where'd you go to high school? In Riverside. So oh, I, I when I got came back over here, I grew up out in Riverside, Rubido area. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, that's where I, went, I graduated from Sure. Where's that at? Montebello. Montebello. Oh, yeah. Mm. I still have family in Montebello and Pico and Whittier. Yeah. Okay. And you live in Riverside. And no. I, yeah, I moved to Riverside. No, now I live in Long Beach. Oh, LBC. I was like, when I, when I first moved out to Long Beach, I was like, damn, I'm gonna get, get I'm gonna get out the hood, move to Long Beach. <laughs> and fuck that shit's more ghetto than the <laughs> Riverside. Parts. Certain parts. Certain parts. Well, no, yeah, not with everything. That's, yeah, there's some nice parts. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's nice. I see the water, you know. Yeah, the water's <laughs> always nice. Better than me. Well, I mean, I got the view of the mountains. You got the view mountains. Mountains. Yeah, mountains. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer water. No, yeah. I like mountains. Yeah. I saw you're into hiking. We just got seriously into hiking. Yeah, I'm going to go tomorrow for the whole week. I'm going to hike all weekend. No, wait, where? Where at? I don't know. I'm going to go to Big Bear uh, and just uh, hike for a few days. And I haven't been home in a weekend for probably over six months. So all right. I'm going to take advantage and just shut off, you know? Nice. Awesome. Do you like Not literally grid. pack a whole pack and then? Yeah, I usually, I, I mean, I'm not an extensive hiker. Where like, you know, there's, I have friends that will do like three, four days a week. I, I just do overnight. <laughs> Okay. Beyond that. I mean, that's still that's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, beyond that, you're going to find my it. body somewhere in the mountains because <laughs> my survival skills aren't that great. So so you, you toured when you were in your 20s in your band. Mm-hmm. When did you transition from being in front to behind the scenes? So, um, so when I first started playing in the band, uh, it was, I was in high school. And during that process, when I was in college, uh, doing Fire Academy, all that stuff, I also worked at a, as an EMT at a hospital in Whittier. And uh, during that time, I was also working for, a, trying to describe what the company is called, but it was like, as an EMT, we would oversee like different uh, <clears throat> different clients that, you know, have mental health issues, you okay. know, whatever. Oh. And uh, Like a hospice, no? No. No, no, that's no, no it's, it's definitely a younger generation. Um, I'm trying to figure out, because obviously... That? You're fired. Oh, that's Jacob. <laughs> is it Jacob? Oh, let's pick yeah. it up. All right, let's have to let's, 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 let's see. Let's see. Is he FaceTime? Jacob. Yo, what up? Uh, oh, it's blurry. I heard you're scared to do the podcast, dude. Look. He can't hear us, huh? Yeah, it's a bunch of bunch of brown people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're gonna leave hey, we're gonna leave that on the podcast, right? Yeah. I swear to God we delete it. You're I'm on the out. podcast, brother. We're recording right now and you're fucking in here. <laughs> What'd you say? About, hey, what'd you say? Repeat that. A bunch of what? A bunch of what? I can't even get that guy to call me back and you get him in a room with you. That's crazy. Hey, say it. Say it. A bunch of what? <laughs> Brown people. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's Jacob on the line. We need to get you in here, brother. What are you talking about? I talked to you today. Hey, get me, Blonsky, and Larry in the same room. Mm-hmm. Good luck. We can't even get one of you and try to get three of you in the same room. <laughs> yeah, three at the same time. Hey, we, 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 no, we got to get Holland on here, too, and talk about the time he got mad because I shot a gun inside the house. <laughs> 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 All right, brother. All right, guys. Later. Bye. Uh, but anyways, uh, going back to uh, what I was talking about, uh, I uh, because I played in music, I kind of some some understanding of... Uh, you know music equipment writers whatever and uh at this hospital i worked with there's a lady that she was looking at a writer and i was like oh that's a cool backliner so i said something along those lines and she's like i work for you know i think i think it was like golden voice or something she's like do you know this stuff i was like kind of she's like would you be a runner i was like yeah yeah sure you know so i ended up actually being a runner and then doing like merchandising for like venues and and then actually after that i ended up working for 3g for like 
five years. Oh, damn. Wow. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then. What you know, did you do at 3G? Just worked at the shop as an audio tech. Oh. Set up, you know, set up the stuff, build it. Test it. Drive it. At the time, 3G wasn't as big as it was now, obviously. What, which, uh, what shop? The one in Ver- Vernon. Okay, yeah. That's a big one, right? No, the first one. Oh, that was in Commerce, wasn't it? Commerce, Vernon, pretty much the same, same shit. shit. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right, right next street. to each other. But at the time, I was, I was, I was at, when I first started there. There's only two of us in the shop. I think there's Damn. still two. <laughs> yeah. I don't, the last time I went through, there was like twenty fools in there. Oh yeah, yeah. well yeah, because they got the video wall now yeah. and they got all that other shit. But it was it was awesome. I I got to learn a lot during that time. Uh, you know, thanks to Jay and. You know, I was like, I just, I was a kid. I was like, hey, give me a job. Like, what? Give me a job. And until I like, he literally came in and <laughs> gave me a job. Like, this guy won't shut up. Let's give a fucking job. Hey, hey, I, I did really good. So whatever. Nice. But uh, yeah, after that, I just kind of, uh, I was able. At that point, I was doing the venues and doing three G side. Whatever there was to do, I was always the kid. That was like, yeah, yeah, I'll work it. Yeah, let's go. You know, I'll do it. Whatever, I'll do it. And it was very convenient because at the time. <clears throat> being a touring musician it's like you come home and you're like damn like i need a job you need what to a, do something while i'm off you know, what other people are going to give you a job besides the music and she's like okay you you know come sell merch come you know come be a stagehand whatever you know and you couldn't come back to you couldn't go back to the fireman uh stop paying your union dues though i don't i don't know i was like <laughs> I, I i once you got the taste of something yeah a lot of it you know is like once you're able to like tour and travel and it was just such a surreal feeling that you're just like Oh. okay like no one more year one more yeah. year like, i want to do this yeah. tour and it just it got to the point where like we were on tour for like five years straight whoa there's a portion of my life that we were on tour non-stop and i was just like oh shit like that was, that was how did you like uh, five years hope yeah five you woke years. up yeah. and it's five years later and you're like <laughs> how did no, you do what that happened what was i at <laughs> no honestly it was like such a flash you're just like Holy shit. Well, yeah, because you enjoyed what you were doing. I loved it. and uh, But also at the same time, I was super young. You know, I was like, you know. I, able I, to bounce back around two hours sleep kind of thing. Yeah, I was like, I was super young. And I, you know, I had the combination of like pressure from like my family that like, you know, you just left college and your your job to go be a, a degenerate around the world. <laughs> and I was like, so they're very, very upset. But at a certain time too, like people fantasize about about like touring and fantasize about what it is to be. You know, a so musician. and so an artist or guilty. musician. I'm guilty. I've done that. And then I see the videos and I'm like, and, yeah, and, I can't be in and out of fucking hotels. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you, and you, at face value, it looks and seems awesome. And there is moments where it's awesome. But people don't realize how, how stressful, it, how stressful it can be. Draining. It, yeah. draining. Yeah. it destroys humans. It destroys humans physically and mentally yeah and your relationships too you're away from your family for so long every every aspect of your life is can be very easily destroyed by by touring you know if you don't have a good balance of your health your mental a family communication it's it's very draining because very lonely depressive yeah that's why people have that's why a lot of musicians have fucking drinking problems have mental health issues and the problem is that people like, oh, you're, you're you know, you're so cool, tr- like touring. But sometimes you gotta ask these people, hey man, are you good? Are you okay? Because yeah. it's it's very easy to uh, lose yourself in it. Absolutely, to lo- to lose yourself, and and that's exactly what happened to us as a band. We're like, we hit a point where like we're we're super young, but if we keep doing this the long term, it's 
you know, one of us is going to end up dead. Is it difficult now at like at an older? I mean, I don't know if they no, have kids and shit. Or... No, I mean, now we've been a band for 15 years where now it's like we do it as like fun. fun. Like and it's different. It's a different kind of touring nowadays. It's, it's right? very different. We're very fortunate in the sense we're like, hey, you want to come play Japan for two days? We'll pay for everything. We'll pay. Yeah, let's go. You know? Um, so now it's just strictly like it's our version of vacation, you know? But yeah, back then as a kid, you kind of, we kind of clicked where I was like, dude, I need to like either make this into a job and stop touring or figure something else out. And I was very fortunate enough where I turned it into a job. I started, you know, I came home, I started production managing for the observatory, um, a couple of live nation events and venues and festivals and. And because you had a music background, it came very easy to you. Yeah, yeah. As you know, like uh, on tour, I was the one doing the settlements. So I knew contracts. Oh. Um, you know, when I was a kid, a lot of the, the biggest thing, actually, I should have mentioned that got me into music was that playing in the band was also, I used to book shows as a kid at a place called Showcase Theater. And when I was a kid, you know, I'm booking bands at this venue and I had no business doing that. But for, <laughs> for some reason, bands, I'd be like, hey, like, this is before, like, we hear my, that a lot. You were on MySpace or what? Yeah, this is like, actually, this is like before MySpace too. Like, I'll be like an email or like. An email. It's always email. Like, yeah. When I first started going to shows, is you would get like the old Punkarama pamphlets where they, you know, you have to like mail stuff and like yes. hope you get a t-shirt or a CD. You should describe what that is. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that shit now. No, what? It's out of paper. It's yeah. printed. So I would like write a letter or like, you know, luckily, you know, and then the email or like aim got introduced so like hey like would you guys want to come play a show here and so i started booking stuff and like through that it forced me to like you know learn a little bit of everything you know and then learn the paperwork side of this yeah, industry yeah, so. it's crazy like a lot of people didn't i mean they didn't teach you it you no. had to learn it yeah and like everybody that comes in here is like yeah i had to learn this shit like yeah you know, Go with it. Roll the ball. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's the thing. As a, as a kid, I was able, again, like even working at the venues, I was a little bit, I was able to do a little bit of everything from booking shows to just being a workhorse and like just working, you know, like just being a stagehand, need a tech. I, I learned it and everything, I, whatever it took. Yeah. And sometimes, it, you know, it, I will say sometimes it was the hard way, but, you know, I, I think I, I was so obsessive of like wanting to do something and learn something that I just like forced myself to like, all right, read this fucking pamphlet. How do I do this? <laughs> I think that has been an ongoing thing with all our guests that they just work really hard. Yeah, yeah, no, agree. I don't know it, but I'm gonna learn it. I no, don't and, know and, it, and I agree. Like people, like if you ever really want to get something done, hire people in the production world because these people are some of the most talented, brilliant, and also will fucking work. Yeah, you know, like and have good connections. Yeah, because they can yeah. find someone that's like, oh, I got, I got, I know someone that can do that. Mm -hmm. Fuck it, bring yeah. them. Yeah, and and that's the one thing I very much enjoy. It's very communal in the sense that like, you go you go through you go to do a lot of other, you know, your day to day normal jobs. A lot of the times it's very competitive. Yes. In the sense that like, people withhold information. Where like here, the idea is to we got to get the show going right. It's like, hey man, how do you do this? And vice versa. You know, you yeah. learn a lot from your peers, and that's what's very awesome about. And I also industry. feel like you guys all, all share. You guys, yeah, we all text. share. Like somebody will call Rocky and be like, how do I do this? And he just, oh, this is the way you do it. Like you guys are all such a community and willing to like pass it forward. Yeah, it really, it really is, man. It's like, if you're willing to work, you have a good attitude and you're, you're willing to help your peers. It's like, you're, 
you're gonna be fine you yeah. know i i can't see him pretend like i know everything because i I Nobody surely, does. I, no one does. <laughs> no one does. Uh, I very de- I'm very dependent on my peers to be able to get something done, you know? That's awesome. Agreed. That's awesome. Fuck that. I sent everybody a voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, and don't check emails. Yeah. Busy. Like, busy. <laughs> yeah, hold on. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so, okay, so music. Now you said that you still tour, which is awesome. How do you find time for touring and life and you don't that's what you're saying you need a vacation i don't i'm trying <laughs> so you say you need a vacation you you just you said you just got back right like yeah i mean like now i work on the artist side as far as like as a production manager um so you know every every weekend there's something someone, someone doing something you know uh if it's not the artist i work for my band still plays shows so it's it's a combination of the artist my band it's dope there's always a check. <laughs> I mean, that's the great part, but yeah. I mean, you stay busy, bro. You're not going to be home like lonely. Yeah. Shit like, I mean, that's what you want. Yeah. I mean, yeah, teach I, me then teach me yeah. and I'll cover you dog. I'm try- yeah. I'm trying to find, <laughs> I'm trying to find a balance of work and, uh, and personal time. And it's, uh, because yeah. you're all go, 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 go. Yeah. You go, go, go. And sometimes you hit a wall and again, you know, Again, I, I tell people, man, like it's it's very. But I mean, mostly after pandemic, it's become very. Uh, everybody wants to do something. Everybody it's full throttle. Yeah, it's full, right it's full, yeah. now, everybody's exhausting, bro. It's I mean, you know, it is exhausting, but I do I do love what I do. I do and very much enjoy it. But sometimes you gotta like sit back and be like, all right, I need time for myself. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. And it's sometimes it's very difficult to make that time. Yes. You know. But you have to because you don't want to hit a wall. You want to get there before that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you so, like now that, I mean, festival season it's it's uh it's starting to slow down. Do you still go to like club like club shows? Are you part of that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, on the artist side, yeah, we still we're still doing like club shows or like you know just headlining shows and stuff like that. That's dope. So uh, you still keep. Yeah, like right. I mean, right now for the most part, I, I'm usually gone every weekend. Um, but, but again, it's like, it's, it's not like the one thing about like EDM, which is the main market I work in and, uh, you know, like some of the, you know, indie or more type bands, you're not doing shows. It's not like a tour. Okay. Yeah. Everybody flies from show to show. Different nights. Yeah. So you, on the weekends you play shows, the week, weekdays you go home, you know, whereas in a band and I was touring with bands and my band. You're on, you're on a show every day. You know, you're in a you're in a van or you know a bandwagon every single day. You're either traveling so, to yeah, or having nuts, a show, but, traveling to a show, t- yeah. go, hitting that show, waking up the next morning, traveling to the next show. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's a lot different in in specifically the EDM world where you go out for the weekend, come home during the week, and it's I'm very fortunate to be able to do that. Whereas the band, like again, there's moments in my life I was just on tour straight for like months you know nine months on a bus yeah on a bus or that i mean i remember we'll go to europe and be like hey man there's three weeks between the next european run and i'll be like i guess i'm staying in europe you know and you didn't do tours with three with 3g like no at the time when i when, when i first started working for 3g it was just uh there was just a few of us in the shop and it was it was very stressful but very it was also very thankful that i was forced to learn so much so i was like teching packing the you know, packing the gear, prepping the gear, driving it to the shows, <laughs> driving it back. You got a class A? 
<laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, yeah. got all that. Yeah, I don't know. I was, yeah. well, back in the day, they probably didn't give a fuck, right? But now they do. <laughs> yeah, I wrote classic in there. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> you know, I was gonna ask you the tour bus. I saw a picture. How is how is tour bus life? When you're a big dude, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. shitting on the bus, right? No, no shit. No, no ever shit on yeah. the bus. That's a rule. The rule. Don't put me on the bus. <laughs> yeah, no, or you could do you could do a thing called hot bag where you put a plastic bag over it, take a shit in the bag. Oh, that's the first time I've heard that. Wow, <laughs> that's how you know. get around it, yeah, huh? You know. And then you fl- so if, flick if, it out the window, or if, what? If you're gonna take a shit in the bus, you do a thing called hot bag. You put a plastic bag over it, take a shit in the bag. Nice. Bag. All right. Well, this is good information. I'm not saying it's perfect for a shirt. You hot I did it, motherfucker. I, I didn't do it. <laughs> He's like, I didn't do it, but I know yeah. about it. Yeah, but no, I usually, I usually, I still get to do probably like one or, or two bus tours a year, and uh, I mean. It's it's nice because when you're on a plane every day, sometimes you're just like, oh, fuck, man, I got to get up. Like the show just finished 2 a.m. I got to get up at 6 a.m. I'm like barely alive trying to get on this fucking plane. <laughs> so when you're on a bus, you at least get to crawl into your bunk. And yeah, that's crazy, pass man. Out and pass out sleep the whole time. I'll yeah. have to go through security. And all. Oh, dude, that's a hate. I hate. I, if I could live at the airport inside of it so I don't have to deal with security, I would. You go in and out. Uh, Damn. A nightmare. I, I think it's even gotten worse, right? Everything. We haven't yeah. traveled since. Yeah, we haven't so. traveled. It's yeah. I, well, I mean, when you go out of, I out of the United States, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I mean, we were fucking in line for like two hours when we came back from Kawa. I was like, fuck this. Yeah. Oh, when you came back? Yeah, we were in line for two hours to, like, to check my papeles. Yeah, I'm going to tell you an app right now, dude. I'm going to give out <laughs> a little <laughs> secret. secret. I'm going to give out a little secret because I, uh, I don't give a fuck. What is it? I'm gonna tell you right now. You know what's funny is so this da- da- download this thing called C- CBP MPC. CBP MPC. Mobile Passport Control or some shit like that. Uh, so when you're ooh. traveling from foreign countries, you just fill this thing out and then you go through the line where the pilots fly. Oh, oh damn! All right, you got it. You heard it first here. Oh, Flying no. tips. Or maybe we'll add that from Nate. We're gonna edit, <laughs> edit that, that out. out. Just so keep it just for keep us. us. <laughs> I, I just I just got uh, what is what's that shit called? Uh, the international one, the global entry, the clear eye or something. Yeah, like no, I just got I just got global entry, so I don't care. Fuck it. Oh. Nice. Yeah. But it, but I'm telling you, it works wonders. You can edit it out. <laughs> Last keep it, time, keep it to yourself. I, yeah. <laughs> I traveled international internationally. They um, um, left out one letter in my last name. So when I was coming back home, oh. they're like, "No, no, no, you go over there." And I'm like, "Why? No, I'm, 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 I'm a citizen. I go over here to this line where everybody is just walking on through." And they're like, "No, you need to go to that line." I'm like, what the fuck? "I started to <laughs> get pissed off. I just came on a very long flight. I want to get the fuck home." And I was like, "What the fuck is the problem? I should be in that line, not this line." Yeah. And they're like, they're looking at me and they're like, "Oh, they spelled your last name wrong." And I was like, "Suck it." Bitches, like, so now whenever you get your little paper ticket, make sure everything is correct before you get on that fucking plane. Was that, was that coming home? It was coming home. Yeah. yeah. Is that when you went to China? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they they just left. My last name is U-E-Z, and mm-hmm. they just put U-Z. Oh. Something, just one little letter. And they it's, were like, get so, over there. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what is happening here? Any, any type of misspelling will definitely screw up your travel. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even think, you know, they looked, I didn't even notice it. I didn't even notice it. Yeah, they did that to my son. They put Justin. So oh. there was two Justins. I'm pretty sure and that I was, was like, going to happen a lot with your son. Because I, I passed it and I was like, oh, here. And they're like, where's the other Justin? No, it's Justice. Oh, no. Oh. In the back of the line. 
Oh, shit. See? Always got to make sure. Yeah. People fuck up all the time. Yeah, I usually travel to certain countries. It's like, oh, dang it. It's like, but it's kind of expected. You know, you're going through the whole spiel. Yeah. What are you doing here? But the worst one is when you're coming home. Like, so what are you doing? I'm like, I'm coming home. That's my address right there. It's fucking 30 <laughs> minutes away. What are you doing? Going home. Why were you over there? What are we doing over there? I don't know. <laughs> Do you have anything to clear? No, I don't have three pounds of cheese and meat in my bag. <laughs> I don't, no, I I don't do but not. my grandmother definitely does. <laughs> oh, yeah. The last time I went to Italy, we came home with, with like uh, what is yeah. pepperoni and... Yeah. He he was terrified. I was like, "Shit, you're gonna get us in trouble." I was like, "No, just tell me we don't have shit. We don't have anything." Where did you get pepperoni sim- from? It was pepperoni from Florence, I think. Yeah, I think it was Florence. Yeah, yeah you can't you can't bring pork products. You can't no, you're not meat. supposed to bring. Yeah, anything. you're not supposed to bring any oh, dairy no. or meat. We didn't oh, bring no. that. No. <laughs> or like, or yeah, food. In, I think food. In no, general. no food. Yeah, no yeah. food. Or or you can, but they gotta inspect it and make yeah. sure it's. When I, when actually when I went to Italy, I got a, a I think I don't know if it's a white truffle or a black truffle that's super rare. The black, the black was. So I had a huge chunk of black truffle, which is you keistered it. No, I put it in this <laughs> jar, and like it's supposed to stay like sealed or I don't know what, and it got fucked up, and it opened up in my luggage. Oh, and I was like so bummed that I like I was like, damn it, well I can't hide this shit because it smells like gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> like we with like, and they, obviously I got like caught because they're like, what are you bringing? And I was like, well. I was trying to bring truffle, and like they just laughed at me. <laughs> so I was being honest, but now it's fucking ruined. It's all over my clothes and shit. My clothes smells like horrible. It works sixty percent of the time, all the time. <laughs> so I guess you could throw it in the trash. How would you? Oh man! So have you? Uh, since you're always on stage, have you had any like crazy outcomes, like crazy, from fans or crazy outcomes like what? I don't know, like somebody running up on there and you got to be like Stone Cold Steve Austin or like, you know, somebody coming up to tell you like something, hey, I got to get on stage. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a few times actually. I mean, in in the punk world, you know, kids be jumping on stage all the time, so it's kind of normal. At like festivals and shows, you know, you've had a few times where people try to climb up. Uh, I've never really seen anybody been like very aggressive, so it's always been like, I feel like as long as I'm nice to them, they're going to be nice back. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you too. If I saw you on stage, up to any of those artists, bro, I wouldn't even want to run up there. <laughs> but I've definitely had I've definitely had some people like try to like lunge. I, I remember one time like someone lunged at the artist I was working for, and like I don't know. Sometimes I'm like I don't know how I I caught on the side of my eye. I just like ran over and caught this person on my shoulders, and <laughs> and at first they're like obviously very eager and excited to like be close to this person, and then he's like damn it, you got me. <laughs> and I put him down. He's like, damn, that was good. I'll, I'll walk myself off. <laughs> damn. He was like so shocked that I caught him midair. He's like, damn, that's impressive. He's like, I'll walk off. <laughs> he's like, you're on your job. A little defeated, but impressed. <laughs> yeah, he was like, hey. yeah. But I don't know, man. Oh, it's uh, never, never really. I'm pretty sure he's told that story to a couple people. <laughs> I was this close. It was so close. close. And the Superman came out and stopped me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in, in, but yeah, other than that, there's, there's, I mean, every once in a while someone gets on stage, but never really bad where I had to like get aggressive. I think a couple of months ago, someone got on stage and it sucks. The one thing I will say about festivals now, everybody's cranking shows and festivals that, you know, obviously, um, 
a fest. I was this was a foreign festival where there obviously wasn't enough security or something that the fan jumped on stage not to get the attention of the artist, but be like, "Hey, there's like someone on the floor. Can you stop the show?" Oh no! Oh wow! And I was like, "Yo, that's that's like you know awesome that you did that, man. Like, good for you." And uh, and I want to I want to say somewhere in like Latin America or something, and obviously, you know. Or, stop the show and make sure this person's okay and but that yeah i mean that, did the right thing yeah yeah that's, did, did that's the right dope. thing you know yeah safety first a lot of people oh, don't do that bro no just not at all. yeah no yeah i mean so i mean i was like without the fans we have nothing yeah i was like dude not this dude made it a point to get out of the way and go up there to stop the show because he, he knew that the only person <laughs> that could really stop was him was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was, you need to bring some attention to this person. So who, this fan was actually very awesome, very kind, and was like, you know, actually, I jumped, I jumped down there with them, and you know, it's it was crazy that we had to go, go out of our way to like do something when there should be an infrastructure to do that. Yeah. And unfortunately, there wasn't. You know. So. And have they said anything that's all like out of this world to try to get your attention to get up there, like female, male? Dude, you ever go, okay, you want to see some wild shit is go to a Vegas club show and, like, all these people have, like, their phones and notes and they, like, <laughs> just say the wildest shit to these motherfuckers, like. Ah, uh, that was me. <laughs> just, like. That, just, was, that was me. Just, like, that. like, some of the most offensive shit. They're, like, what would your mother say? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm guilty, bro. I, I mean, I, I was hooked up, but I said. The DJ's full real name, and then fools looked at me like. So I was like, "Dude, it's 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 the real." And I was like, "I I got the text right here, bro." Yeah. And they're, they're like, "Well, who's that?" And then I had to tell them the DJ name, and they were like, "Oh, okay." And I was like, "Dude, like, what the fuck?" <laughs> no, he's talking about people in the crowd holding up uh, their phone and like putting messages on their phone. Like, I'll right? suck your yeah. dick, yeah. or fuck, oh, you can oh, fuck yeah. me, and. Hey, bro, this is a clean podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we, Rocky worked a festival not too long ago, and the, um, a gal went up to the stage manager and was like, I'll go give you a BJ. Jesus, to, where were to, you, Nate? Just to get on stage. <laughs> just to get on stage. I'm like, seriously, homie. They're handing them out like hotcakes, bro. I'm like, what? I was like, Rocky, so what'd you say? Oh, <laughs> I mean, of course I said right. yes. I said, I'll meet you downstairs. Yeah. Meet, yeah. meet you under the stage. Yeah. Here's my room key. Yeah. Like, yes, but you're like, I'm not the right guy. You should be doing this. <laughs> yeah, you like, yeah. Every once in a while, you encounter that type of stuff, and you're like, what? I've yeah. never. Like, you really want to go that, that far? That bad. <laughs> Is it that, that like? Bad. And I'm like, the DJ was. Not worth it. <laughs> you would have heard that. In their eyes. You're right. You're right. Or maybe but they're anything. like, maybe I, this is like, a, what is that? Uh, the, what is it? The jail free card. Like, I'll do it right now and then uh, I'll come back when there's a dope fool over here and I'll get through, you know? Like, hey, remember me? <laughs> yeah, nah, I don't. No, I didn't. Let's do it again. <laughs> I'll show you my boob. My goodness. Yeah, you see, uh, every once in a while, you see, yeah, people just, I'm sure you've seen that in the punk punk world life. Like, that's, well, no, I think because it, I think it's no, different. No, it's no different. not not in the punk world. No, like, exactly. Oh, it's like, huh? No, you gotta, th you gotta. These are like, it's like the rock, bro. That's what everybody wants to be—a rock star. No, but the punk it's, rock. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very more uh, like the fans are the same as the people on stage. You know, there's no like, uh, no one. No, I mean, no one fantasizes these fucking punk fools. You know, like 
Bro, there's drugs. There's, there's drugs everywhere. Yeah, what are you yeah, talking but, about? I mean, dude, they're probably like, yeah, dude, I'm, you know, so I'm, I'm gonna fuck that guy right there. <laughs> no, it's it's very, it's not like that at all. In the in like the punk, you're know, right. The, the the fan artist on a punk show is equal. Yeah, it's it's never like. That's why, like, there's no like stage. You're thinking like that. Molly Cruz shit and stuff like That's that. That's not Those, punk. Yeah, you're thinking about. Well, no, I know it's not punk. I know what punk music is, but still, it's like you're a rock star, man. You're a performer. Yes. Everybody's always trying to get at the performer. Nah. <laughs> All right. We'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you prefer working live shows or like electronic? Um, to be honest, uh, nowadays I. I very much, I love, like, building and, like, overseeing designs and designing and seeing big things come into, you know, become a real thing. You know, you, like, you put something on paper and then measure it out and make sure it can fit in this venue. And, you know, you spend weeks trying to make sure this works. And then to see that come to life, it's it's pretty fucking cool feeling. So, for me, it's the EDM stuff. I... I've learned to love it just because EDM does large productions, very large over the top productions yeah. over the top. I know you I saw you post that article that show out at the Palladium a couple of months ago. Yeah. So I was like, damn, that's what show was that? Oh, I didn't. It was a show. Uh, can I say it? Yeah. I'm well, it was for Dioro. Oh yeah. Uh, except okay. with Jacob. And yeah. I, like that, that one for particular, it's like, you know, like we, the points we had to do for that show, went beyond the dimensions of the stage it went i guess like without getting too detailed it was larger than what most people do in there no yeah it's because like i mean the way i saw it when i saw the article i was like for them to show you something at the palladium like that it had to be fucking huge yeah because not everybody everybody the palladium is like a fucking playground everybody goes through it but for them to show that oh look what they did to, uh, compared to other shows, it's like, oh fuck, like they really went out. Interesting. I gotta, I gotta look that can up. Can you, can you give us uh, a brief of how start to finish? Like, how does it begin? So the designer for that show was uh, sort of an email was uh, was my buddy, my buddy Jacob, and uh, you know, essentially he sends over a design or, or, or a drawing. He's like, hey, Louis, we want it to look something like this, and he he sits with the artist. Yeah, yeah. He'll okay. sit with the artist and be like, hey, let's, let's, you know, this is what we want to do. want to put a car on stage or something crazy. Yeah, right? and then he'll hand it over to me and I'm like, all right, how the fuck am I going to do this? And that was one show in particular, like, Jesus Christ, dude, to do this is going to be a lot of trust and I got to put points in places that normally don't go. So it was a little. What it, is a point? Uh, like rigging points, like where you put motors to catch the, the trucks and. Okay. And, uh. So for that one is a little bit like trying to figure it out was a little challenging just because the actual stage is small. The, the stage is actually yeah, Palladium yeah, is not small huge, yeah. In comparison to what we we're trying to put in there, and uh, you know, I was like, you know, okay, how do I do this? How do I do that? And that was the process. That I it's very stressful, but I enjoy that trying to figure out how to do it. And then once I once we figured it out, it, have you ever had to be like, we can't do this? Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers be sending yeah, think people they think this big and you're like well we only got yeah, this yeah, they'll send me like like how am i supposed to put that in there and, you know you so, have this and it's gonna go in here yeah yeah that's that's very common a lot of you know a lot of the times it's, if it's not budget or 
says ah. physical dimensions. It's like you can't. Uh, Those are the two big ones, right? You ha- if you have the budget and well, the, big, the actual the, size. The, the first one's budget. You're like, I want to do all this. Well, this is going to cost this much. And they're like, oh, shit. Never mind. Never mind. We're already 50000 over budget, bro. Yeah. yeah. That's usually the, the first one. And then the second one is this dimensions of a space. You know, Actual like, physicality of it. Fitting. Yeah. For like that rig in particular, we were literally less than a foot from the audio hangs up. <laughs> Damn. On each side. Uh, and I was like, gotta check it out. when I drew it on paper, I was like, oh, fuck. I hope this fits because there's no way to like shriek this down. <laughs> so I was like, I hope I'm right. So I went to the venue, measured out, just like, oh, fuck. I hope this fits. <laughs> but I did my measurements. That, right. in, that <laughs> intrigues me so much the measuring and the, and the, making it like do you put it in a cad make sure it works yeah yeah i work i work off off a, a vector works vector yeah. Uh, yeah. But, it is that it's crazy right yeah yeah it fascinates me so how long did it take you for instance zero stage to draw it up and or no to set it up how long like how many days were you guys oh, there? a day oh okay that, that's that and that's that's the way you know like a festival you have a week to you know usually for festival we load in for like a week to mm-hmm. build it for these one-off shows, you have a day. So everything, every detail has to be exact. Yeah, that's you like know, a 24-hour spot right there. Like, like cause load in, load out, same yeah, day. You don't have no. time to fix it the next day. You have It has to be correct the first time. Now, did you go on tour with this? Or were you going? No, just a one-off show. Just the one, okay. Yeah, just a one-off show. It was one of those special shows yeah. he had announced. Okay. Yeah, a lot of those shows, when they, when they do them, they design them to be able to break down really fast and build them really fast. Yeah, and, and that was not a... <laughs> Was, <laughs> not one of the <laughs> that was a show that should have been like a festival stage and i was just like fuck man in the palladium oh, you walked God. out at seven seven in the morning like where the fuck's the coffee at? yeah that's the first thing i look for is the coffee nice. and the donuts, yeah. <laughs> the donuts. We it's a great venue donuts. i love that venue yeah i, love, yeah, I do yeah love before it. you got here we were talking about pyro so how like we were saying like i didn't know until recently that the artist pays for pyro when they go to like festivals and things no. of that sort, that comes out of the artist's pocket budget. But yeah, vibes. Yeah. You know, I I'm don't work in the industry like you guys. I just yeah. attend. I show up, have a great time. Don't even think about it. So for your show this weekend, bro, don't overdo it on the pyro. Oh, I'm going all out on the pyro, man. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah. A lot of the times, you know, know it's it's either inclusive. Of so it's probably included in the writers for some. For okay. it's, yeah. for, but for the most part, a lot of, like, again, I said, a lot of people fantasize about being an artist or a musician, but don't realize that how much money and work and, like, of their own personal money they put into doing these shows. Because yeah. there's a whole team they bring. Yeah, like, again, like, mostly for, like, these type of artists, like, the show, a lot, the, the mo- big portion of the show is the lights and video and pyro. Yes. And. It costs so, money. Sometimes that stuff costs more than what they're getting paid. Because you got you got to think about like a big art like Steve Okay, I've worked with him a couple of times. He comes his own sound guy, his own tour managers, own video guy, an uh, you know. Uh, sounds expensive. Every, yeah, like, like yeah. Every, every artist, <laughs> crew, every artist I work for, we travel. Especially when they have color, color, um, fire. Yeah, that's special order. Yeah, yeah, like that. That's even more expensive than the regular shit. So you're traveling with like ten people. Yeah. So most 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 uh, artists I work for, we travel with the full production crew and. It's expensive, man. You know, yeah. it's uh, you know, these people are very talented people who are very specific with their trade or whatever, and to, to execute these large scale shows, you got to pay for it. You know, but it's just like everything else. So to when live bands travel, bro, that's just expensive. Yes. Oh, yeah, true. They probably don't make as much money just because it's fucking five, six guys. So, if with so you've 
gone on tour with an EDM artist before. Yeah. Yes. So how, again, you just do one setup one day, like you you set the the um, stage up, you play that night, break it down, and then you're on to the next. Like how long? So on, on tour with with EDM, it's a little, it's it's very, it's not common that that a lot of EDM artists do like true bus tours where they go back to back shows. Um, very few do that. Um, the couple times I, I have done it, it's it's awesome, but also it's you know as a PM you're the first one in, last one out, and uh, to build these rigs, you're just like you're showing up at six seven a.m. Everybody's in the hotel room. And Everybody's you just, sleeping. Uh, you just left the <laughs> other loading floor. in. You're building loading in, and sometimes these shows go late. You're out of there one a.m. two a.m. Sleep a couple hours and go to the next one. You know. Not even sleep. You're on the road to the next venue. Oh yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, it's um, it's it's not common when they do. It's very uh, I don't know how to say it. It's uh, it's very rewarding, but it's a little, it's a little bit more difficult than a band because you know, or or someone that's not bringing in production because you're not necessarily you're showing up, sound checking, and doing the show with with this type of world. You're showing up and building something. Yes. And then you gotta break it down because you gotta take it with you. Yeah, yeah, you gotta take it with you. It's a lot of work. Yeah, and all of that happens in like twenty four hours. That's insane. I never really thought about that when I would see like DJ play. I just think that they just show up. Nobody thinks that. Yeah, just show up, plug in. That's why we have this show. I know. (laughs) But that's what I say. People that work on the production side of things, and and they get to see the from the start, from the beginning to the end, and and if you know most people that. Our peers at work and they're very obsessive like myself i'm like okay is everything there is everything out is everything safe you know you, you turn the wheels in your head and it's i mean it's probably the only reason why i have a job but, yeah but, because you're good at what you do but it's also and it comes from your fireman side because of safety right yeah yeah but, i mean ever since i was a kid i think it was just you know you become very i'm definitely ocd you know <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you become very obsessive of like making sure things are appropriate built correctly built safe uh broken down safe and then make sure you have everything because any missing okay. any missing component could stop the show you know i didn't even think about that <laughs> you know, so. so what was the mo- the biggest crew you've traveled with uh on tour uh we've done we've done probably two three buses oh wow three semis a couple Damn. semis yeah so when you yeah. when you tour out of the country with an EDM artist, do you use their? Yeah, we so- we source everything okay. out there. Fortunately, for usually overseas, a lot of the times it's mainly festivals. Okay, so uh, you're not doing the whole. Yeah, you need to oh, that's bring, so much easier. You're right? just touring from festival <laughs> to festival. Yeah, festival. you're not bringing a semi and buses with yeah. you. You know. Okay. <laughs> it's a little. It's slightly easier uh, in the sense that unless you're Dead Mouse. Yeah, yeah Dead Mouse has. He likes to roll around with insane gang and fucking trailers and fucking everything I, I would i mean i hope i would hope he has gear out there at this point because that's got yeah. a lot that's so much stuff to travel with yeah gotta i got i got his pm dude because i actually i'm yeah, I'm curious about that <laughs> yeah because i mean they from the when he had the cube they picked it up like right after his set mm-hmm. and yeah, it was fucking going to another yeah. show and then they're like oh that this one's going to another one there's another one at another show like already ready yeah. what the fuck well, i mean he's an a-list artist but i mean that's also like it's such a cool show if you've ever seen it yeah i have to agree the new the new one they're doing the k5 was it k k times five yeah that is awesome yeah yeah they showed it at uh edc i think uh premiered it 
Oh, really? Yeah, I think, no, his artist wasn't playing. A different night. Oh. Yeah, it was a different night. Oh, okay. Was it Saturday your artist played? You I don't know what day of the week it is today. <laughs> what the fuck you asking Are you me asking for? me what day it was? because <laughs> no, I, I remember it, it, there was that a, a period where there was like three dope-ass DJs that were playing at the same time. And it, it's like that was the time that Dead Mouse was playing. And I was, I was at my stage one. You know? but I don't know. I think it was his his artist. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he didn't fucking see it because of that. Uh, what, are, what are some of the things, the challenges you have to deal with? By being a production manager that we wouldn't know. Getting up in the morning. <laughs> Emails again. <laughs> Waking up, you know. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to, I mean, a lot of the times, a lot, the, the hardest portion of, of the job for me is not necessarily executing the show. It's the the initial back and forth. making Communication. Sure. At the beginning. You know, the emailing, the advancing side is a little bit, uh, it's very redundant, very like, mm. you know, something that in, in, in hindsight, looking at paper, once you have everything in front of you that you need, it's like, oh, yeah, this should be like an hour worth of work and it's actually fucking two weeks of just back and forth emails and making sure everything's right. Uh, that's a little bit more the the difficult draining side because it's... Yeah, nobody sees that side. Nobody sees the nobody side that like... That side. I'm up but you're on, watching Netflix while you're doing all this shit, bro. <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't watch TV. Really? I don't. It when I When I do watch TV... I make it very, I make it a point to like, it's very rare. I probably once a month I'll sit there and watch Netflix and I'll literally, I'll sit down and watch Netflix from 8 a.m. till midnight. And it says, oh, you're back. <laughs> yeah. Now you're still watching? Are you still watching like three times? <laughs> but I, I rarely, I really have time to watch TV or movies. But when I do, I'll sit there and watch a whole fucking series. <laughs> Are you a fan of the EDM? Do you do like, like house. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. I uh, when I first got introduced to EDM was actually through uh, Larry, Larry Lurker, Larry and our old tour manager Mike Finn, who to this day they're some of my best friends and I'm very grateful for them because they believed in me. Um, no, I was I had no idea what the fuck it was. <laughs> what the fuck? I uh, you know I was just a, a a dude that liked metal and and hardcore and punk and I just worked at venues and did audio and was never really attentive to what EDM was. Do you remember how old you were you when you got introduced? To EDM? Uh, the first time I started working at EDM was 2014. Oh, okay. 15, I so, think. All right. Mm. I don't know how long. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I really wasn't really uh, aware of it until I started working at the venues and started seeing DJs, you know. I, for me, I couldn't really tell the difference. I didn't know what the difference was between the genres, the genres you know. <clears throat> now that I've been involved for X amount of years, I like, there's definitely some of it that I'm just like, what, what is this? But just like any other type of music, you know, like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But, but then there's also a lot of EDM music that I'm like, oh, this is awesome. This you is know, good. I, I love yeah. it. It's a good groove. Yeah. I just, I, I had, I had to be introduced to it, you know? It's one deeper, bro. Yeah. That is. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, when I first started doing it, um, I knew uh, for some reason I, I worked at venues where I, you know I set up DJ gear all the time. I knew how to run it. I knew how to use it. I never really correlated it to, <laughs> to EDM. I just like you just set it up. And- this is some gear. I set it up. It works. This is how I do it, and that's how that's how that went. You know. So not near Spotify. You don't have like Dead Mouse or. <laughs> like- I'm trying to think what DJs I like. Um, 
I do I do like Troy Boy a lot. I like hip hop, uh, trap. It's trappy. It's more like trap music. EDM. No, that's <laughs> trap. <laughs> Which is a genre. Sounds like EDM to me. <laughs> it does, yeah, it does. Uh yeah, I definitely def- yeah, I like him. I like RL. RL shit is dope. Yeah, it's just good villain. Um you know, I you know I actually just sat back and watched for the first time, and I've been on a million stages with this artist was Rez. I like, actually went into the crowd and I was like, "Holy shit, this shit's cool." Her bass is crazy. Yeah, I was like, I, I've never like you know I just I don't know. It's, just, it's that it's that roll that it's like whoa 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 and yeah. it just travels. Yeah, like I took a moment to like. And I was sitting in the back and I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah, I took a moment to sit back and watch. I was like, "Oh shit, this is really." Cool, you know? Is this the one with the the yeah, yeah. the eyes? The yeah. eyes, eyes. Well, I mean, I think her visuals have a lot to do with it. Her visuals were impressive. Yeah, her visuals have a lot to do with her music, and it's like yeah. storytelling. Yeah, you lose yourself in it, like, and the music just it's perfect for it. Yeah, and, and that's I mean that's the one thing when you do have, you know, an artist that has a good cohesive production, it's very noticeable. A lot of times you go to these shows and it's just the very throw and go logos and stuff but when you have artists that have a crew behind them and the actual content actual like curated content a light show it's night and day and it's it's really cool to see you know yeah and i like i love i nerd out watching that stuff because oh shit like you know that, that was very obvious like specific to that song or whatever you know yeah but you would notice those things i wonder if uh, i don't think a regular person may maybe, not maybe, maybe. Maybe. I think so. I mean, if you, I mean, yeah. Okay, I'll put it this way: next time you go to EDM show, go watch the first two artists, and then go watch the last two. Oh yeah, yeah for could, sure. You could definitely see the production value. Yeah, that, <laughs> and the beat opener, yeah, and that's, the, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's like a yeah, the, E list. <laughs> no, but uh, but you know, everybody has to start somewhere. No, no, and I mean that that's obviously everybody. Yeah. But you know, you get to the point where you'll see certain. Yeah. Let's just say. um the last three artists, you can compare it. Absolutely. Where it, it goes from visuals. And you see, it might be the middle one, and it might be the last one that totally changes. I mean, I mean probably the easy example, Dead Mouse. You know, Dead Mouse show compared to most electronic music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but he doesn't you really have, like, a visual visual. like. No, but you, you kidding me? No, nah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, a giant-ass yeah. cube in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying, it's like, there's no, like, like, Rez's video content is, like, literally, like, you're fucking watching a movie type of deal. Dead Mouse is it's it's more like I get it. There's like yeah, but if you watch, you'll watch, you'll see his face like change yeah. to like an evil, and then like you yeah, know, yeah, that like yeah. But it, that's it. That's I it. Mean, it's not like a, a story. I don't know. I think his also. shit's pretty two sick. different styles. Everybody has their own style. Yeah, yeah. everybody kind of no. Well, because Excision, he has like his whole Robotronics fucking thing. Screen looks like a fucking, yeah. That's pretty. You sick. know. And the lasers and the fires all coordinate with the robot, and it's like. And then Eric's Halo, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. That fucking shit is badass. Yeah, oh, that's just coming in North America next year. That's what Renee was telling us. Yeah, it's gonna be Why? at uh, what is it? Winter Music Conference. What is it? Uh, yeah, at Ultra. 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 Yeah. 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 I wonder it's, how they're gonna do that. You going to Ultra though? Take me with you in your luggage, please. please I hope. Please. I hope not. <laughs> I'll cover for you, bro. Come on, dude. I'll grow his mustache out real quick. I'll cover for you. Just tell me what I gotta do. <laughs> Yeah, grow out the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Wear a hat, you'll be fine. Hey, don't don't tell me, bro. I'll do it. You're blend in, dude. Just cover. I'll cover you down. And be like, yeah, what's up? It's me, Nate. 
Let's do it. Have you ever worked with an artist that was just ridiculous? Like absolutely a pain in the butt? Um, yeah, him. You know what's crazy? I, the, the people that I actually work with are probably some of the most humbling Oh, that's good. Kind people awesome. that work good. That's probably the only reason why I continue to work with them. They're probably scared of you, dog. <laughs> no, honestly, they're just like, I, I'm i not going to say names, but the people that I've been fortunate enough to work with, I've been fortunate that they're not rude, mean. They're very, oh. it's very humbling to, to work with people that are like. Care. Uh, nice care, and they're like genuine people, you know? Um, on the venue side, uh, when I was younger, when I was PMing the venues, there's definitely some people that was just like. Do it, bro. Do it. I was like, fuck this motherfucker, dude. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Is that one foot at the front door, right? No, he's talking about... Yeah, no, people uh, that work at the venues. No, no, no I'm no, talking artists. about artists. Oh, yeah. shit, I thought it was like venue people like, no. nah, no, nah no. you can't park your semi here, motherfucker. <laughs> no, no, it's not, like, yeah. Because you, you were doing production at the venue, so yeah, you would get I, I, people, I, different people coming in, different acts, different artists. Yeah, I would artists. work at different venues and different artists at, at that, you know, at the venues and... It's very rare, but there's been a few that I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, almost to the point it was funny because one particular artist was probably the worst thing I ever dealt like, worst person I've ever dealt with. And, you know, fast forward, like, a few years later, <laughs> they contacted me. And like, hey, like, would you want to work with us and production manager? And I was like, hell no. <laughs> You're like, I remember you. You're like, I'm actually booked. Yeah. I was like, I remember all you. Nope. Damn. I've seen some artists out on stage and they're just yelling at their whole team and I'm like, fuck, this person looks like they I would not want to work with this artist. Yeah. But you, but you know, but you know what? Here's you know what's funny, this this again not mentioning names, this particular artist, is that dude, people people have to forget that like we're not expendable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and when you treat people like shit, oh yeah. It gets around where people don't want to work with you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's a big industry, but it's not. It's not. And yeah. these particular artists, it bit them in the ass because no one wanted to work with them. Vendors oh, didn't wow. work with them. Oh. To the point where they couldn't tour. Wow. Damn. And well, that's what you get. Yeah, you got to change your attitude. And you got to remember that. Like, you know, there's a. Uh, so for future artists that are listening to our podcast, don't be a dick. Yeah. That, <laughs> they, and yeah, there's, there's, there's certain artists that people, the word gets around, man. Like, like don't, don't be rude to these people, man. These people are working all day and night. So you look dope. I was like, don't don't be mean to these people, man. They, you know, there's a it's I forgot what venue is. I think there's like Webster Hall in New York. There's, it's it's a quote sounds that, like a New York. No, there's a, it's it's all over the it's a bunch of venues all over the country and world where Henry Rollins made a speech where like something along the lines like, you know, you're here to shine for like X amount of time, but the people that actually make the show happen and build this have been here since six a.m. and leave. It's oh, we true. gotta find that quote. We gotta I find know. that quote. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things, and and it's funny because I saw it at a venue, and then I ended up printing it out and putting it out at the venues I used to work. I used to work at all the time, you know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, like it's like dude, you, you were leaving a calling card. You have to remember, like the people that that put these stuff together, that run the, and operate this stuff. Something like, so simple as we were talking about, uh, um, not having fencing to like yeah. you know little things, little things yeah, yeah. like that make you make your venue run or without those little things yeah you wouldn't be able to do a show yeah so people forget you know don't don't be mean to the people that are running these stages and stage crews and hands and they're, they're the they're the backbone of it and if you're rude to these people man they, they can easily be like i ain't helping you do yeah. shit yeah. or i am not working for you either that or you're gonna get it like wait till we get to the back bro 
Wait till we get to the back. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that off later, though. I'll tell you guys later. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've definitely heard stories of, like, hands being, like, or just crews in general be like, yo, man, some, you know, you go to certain places in the world where they don't have the same laws we do, man. <laughs> they, uh-huh. they oh, shit. They don't care. Yeah. India, cut your ass up. Yeah, they're going to fucking. I bet. I forgot. We we did a show somewhere where uh, I think I wanted to say it was like TJ. And uh, now this is your rock show, the your no, punk. No, no, no. This is for an artist, for a big artist. Oh shit! And uh, there's a open, there's a support artist before us, just being like total diva, straight dickheads to these people. <laughs> and uh, and fortunately, I know Spanish, and uh, I just remember these dudes being like, literally getting ready to like fight this whole artist's crew. They're like, "Yo, we're gonna like fuck this fool." <laughs> you're not leaving mexico oh oh bad and i was, i had to like come in and like yo yo we're playing the show we're gonna play the show and we're gonna go and we're fine and just remember being <laughs> talking to this artist's camp i was like yo man y'all need to cut it get the ah. fuck out of dodge oh yeah <laughs> look are... at nobody in the eyes bro don't check even yourself put your head down and walk out Play the show, <laughs> collect your check, and let's go. Yeah, shut the fuck up. There's certain places in the world where <laughs> you're not gonna go home. Yeah, the rules don't. See, that's something crazy you could have told us. Well, you or just, he just did. did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now I've never heard that shit. Like, no, nah, I mean, you you ain't leaving. Yeah, but yeah, there's places like that. Where, like, the same rules don't apply to the yeah. they do in the states. Rocky uh, played a show in TJ once. Oh my god, we had times. the best fun. Oh, yeah. oh, so much, so fun. much fun Ooh. at the donkey. The donkey show? Yeah, the donkey <laughs> show. You've heard about that one? I don't know, man. That was probably before my time. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, great. Yeah, that was a fucking... I miss traveling. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely... I, it's funny, because I, I, now that I think about it, I've definitely encountered that in foreign places. All foreign places. Well, foreign yeah. Foreign places. Several times where, you know, like, you want you want to leave, you got to play. I was like, all right, I guess. <laughs> yeah. What, what you got coming up in the future for you? Yeah, when's the next time your band's playing? Um, Here, at least. In, oh, in L.A., December 4th. Oh, we should go. I know. It's, you guys should go. It's free. You have to bring a toy. Oh, I'm oh, totally nice. down. Yeah, let's right. bring a bunch of yeah, toys. It's a toy drive. It's at, at, that day sounds familiar. Is that a Sunday? We're, yeah, we're headlining. It's at the Belasco. Oh, man. I've had plenty of nights at Belasco. <laughs> <laughs> that place smells like Tijuana. It. Yeah, it used to, but they got rid of the carpet. Oh, okay. they did. Oh, they yeah, got that's right. Uh, new carpet, oh. huh? They got rid of that nasty. No, it's it's hardwood floor now. I think. Oh, yeah, hardwood. I think, yeah, I went there for church one time. You yes. go to church? No, they, no they, I was invited. They, that's my they goddaughter. Church there on Sunday. <laughs> my goddaughter Camila. Shout could, out, mama. Yeah, that shit uh, goes off, right? Oh, dude, it's it was. I was like, dude, it's like full production. Yes, yeah. bro. I, no, dude, it looked like I was. I went to a fucking rave, like full on production. I, I've gone to church a few times as an adult, and uh, they, hey man, churches got money, man. Because oh yeah, oh, <laughs> they got please. they got better production than most venues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, please. Damn. So December fourth. Yeah. All right. Bring a toy. Bring Velasco. Bring a toy. And Have who's you- playing? Uh, my band's headlining. Is there? I mean, but you know, any other bands playing? Or just yeah, there's a- promoted on here and get. There's a bunch of other metal bands. Uh, um, who else is playing? Have you have you gotten to work with a metal band that you really liked and that you kind of geeked out on? Um, 
yeah i mean we've got to play with a bunch of like bands that we like That's grew cool. up listening to and like we just did a europe run and you know the headliner was like metallica and Exodus, and we're just sitting there like Holy shit, we're playing on the same stage. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking That's awesome. awesome. Uh, it's, like, how the fuck are we going to follow up these fools? Yeah. yeah. Nah, hell no, they're headlining, you know. But <laughs> like, we, we've been very fortunate enough to play. I mean, in Europe, metal and punk and hard, it's all it's really big. And the festivals out there are just massive. So, But it's it's cool. You get to play these shows and you're just like playing with people that you like grew up listening to. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I think one, one of the fondest memories we did a show with, uh, the dudes from Sepultura. Well, okay. I mean, this is after Sepultura, obviously, but they they had the, their own band called uh, the Cavalier Conspiracy and Soulfly. Oh, and I remember it's like we played literally right before them, and they're like right right before they started, like we love Shabal. I was like, the fuck, all these songs we ripped off you, dude. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> that's probably why you like it, <laughs> you know. But but getting to play with like bands like that and just like as a as a kid, you know, like listening to this type of music is is very it was, was pretty cool, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, before I met Rocky, I was a somewhat of a metalhead. Somewhat. <laughs> somewhat. Full metal. She was a full metal. I was metal. a rocker, maybe she not She was in the metal. fucking mosh pit, man. This one fucking the fuck uh, around. Is that where you found her? Yeah. Drug me out. It's like, uh, we're going to wash you up. <laughs> you said, that's the one we're getting right there. <laughs> Reel her in. Yeah. <laughs> so what else you got coming up? Shows? Just yeah, just I mean personal shows, a bunch of work all the time. Uh you know, it seems like next year's gonna be just as busy as this year. Do you think it's gonna slow down? No. I <laughs> I mean, I I got a schedule of just like festivals for the next year and it's like already. Festivals. Fuck. Are, you know, yeah, I mean the artists I work for, like, hey, we got a tour of this, 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 and this. I was like, oh. Well, I mean, you got an active artist, that's two active artists, right? Three? Yeah. Very Ready? active, yeah. yeah. Damn. Well, I mean, let me know, dog. We want me to cover you. Just teach me what you got to <laughs> do. Tag, I'm in. Tag me yeah. in. Tag me in, dog. Let's go. So how about I'll just go with you and you stay in the hotel, bro. You just fucking watch Netflix and I'll go do the thing. So do you do you prefer doing festival circuits or the tour? club? Um, it's it's a combination of both. I I like um as a production or stage director, I like working the festivals. Because again, I it's cool to see something go from start to finish. Mm-hmm. On the artist side, I don't really like doing the festivals because it's like you show up, plug and play a lot of the times. Yeah, you come in and run into Kirby and like, <laughs> and, hey, is uh, this shit right? Maybe you have snacks. <laughs> yeah, for the artist perspective, I, I like doing the clubs and venues because you know you get to see something go into like yeah, nothing get, go into something. Yeah, you get some. You get to see the things that you and your partners design and build and see it come to life and. Right. so on the artist perspective i like i don't like i like doing our own shows and and having venues. more control over it yeah having more control over the actual uh, you know, curated makes shows sense. yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and on the working side i i also i i like doing the festivals because you get to see something get big you know? but overall like you know i love it all so it's it's all it's all a very huge learning experience you know yeah and then there's it, everything's changing, so you have to change with it. And like you said, you have active artists, which is good. Yeah, yeah. Because then you don't want to be twiddling your thumbs at home, you know, just kind of hanging out. Yeah, I don't know how to just. Hang <laughs> yeah, out. you don't. Yeah, yeah there's like no it. hanging out. You're there's, doing it right now, bro. <laughs> hanging out with us. Yeah. In the, in the... 
But you the said room. you you said you're gonna take some time off this week and yeah. go and breathe and. I don't, I'm I'm a very much uh, I if if I physically not working, I very much enjoy doing something. Like I can't yeah. I can't sit still. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're not a couch potato. It's no. probably a medical term for that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you naturally a night owl? Uh yeah. Yeah. I mean day, night. Uh like during the day, like, you know, if I'm you know, if I'm not working, I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna go go swimming or I'm gonna go go camping or something. Just, yeah. Cause I feel like the majority of the people in your industry are night owls. Um yeah. I, I don't I'm not a night owl. I like yeah. to sleep. I used to be. Now I'm in bed by eight. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same now, here, bro. I'm in bed by eight. Yeah, but we're up at, at the crack at of dawn. That's why. I think I've been doing this for so long that, like, I don't know. Like, dude, my sleeping habits are horrible. I like I sleep at average maybe six hours, at most. And you probably get the best sleep in the airport, right? No, hell no. I hate that. <laughs> <On a layover. laughs> like you just fucking. I do fall asleep everywhere. <laughs> yeah, check that cholesterol, dog. <laughs> no, I definitely do. Like. Like I'll be sitting there and just be sleep, fall asleep, you know? Yeah. The amount of pictures that my friends have of me sleeping is absurd. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys ever do practical jokes on each other with someone sleeping, like drawing their face or some shit, or you got your shoes on, you get drawn on, or like some crazy... No, never that much. Pranks. But, well, definitely like, one of the artists I work for that was <laughs> for the longest time was like, I'm gonna get you on Fool's Gone Wild. <laughs> and this fool, like, I'll just be sitting there like, and then he like, I catch him filming like, what are you filming, dude? And then one time he actually got me on Fool's Gone Wild. No way. Uh, he did it. He yeah. did it. Uh. Dude, this whole time, like, submitting videos, I was like, damn it, he got me, dude. <laughs> hey, at least you're not on sleeping stagehands, bro. I am shocked that I'm not on there. <laughs> he might be. He might be on there. Dude, there was one time we did, I think we were in Amsterdam, we did three shows back to back, and by the time I got to the last show, I was fucking exhausted. That I literally fell asleep with my head against the monitor, like, you know, the, it was literally a carry rig. Oh. Head against it. Oof. Asleep. <laughs> he, like, looks over, like, are you sleeping? I was like, dude, it's, I haven't slept. <laughs> Draw <laughs> eyes on your eyelids? Or you, <laughs> I'm not asleep. <laughs> I swear, yeah. That's the one time I've ever fallen asleep on stage was literally while this person is playing. And I fell asleep on the on the stack. That's, <laughs> head, head that's against exhaustion. The yeah, I love exhaustion. Amsterdam, by the way. I know. I've never been. Sex shows are awesome. So pretty. It's pretty sex shows. I mean, sex shows are all about the sex shows. You'll see some wild shit in Amsterdam. It's fucking awesome. Is it still popping like that right now? Did you go to the banana show? Um, we did see the banana. I don't. Yeah, it was with the sex show. Oh, okay. It was the banana. We saw the whole thing. They did like the girl on girl. They did the banana. They had sex on stage. Wow. I, I love the stage itself. Like, they'd had, like, trap doors and shit was just popping out and people were, like, going. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? They're, like, it was a... It's a full-on choreographed show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I've never been, so... It's fun. Uh, it I mean, hopefully I can get to go. Someday. <laughs> hey, take me with you, bro. Let's go to Amsterdam. <laughs> still going. I'll be go your to... assistant, dog. You don't even got to pay me, bro. We'll, we'll go to Amsterdam. It's uh, It's a beautiful place. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's a funny. That was not funny. We were walking around all day. Fucking feet hurt, back hurt. <clears throat> I don't smoke weed. We walked into a weed shop, just kind of walking around because, you know, everywhere. Contact high, definitely. Walked out of there. I was like, oh, shit, my back doesn't hurt. I'm like, oh, my God, I feel amazing. Maybe I should start smoking weed. <laughs> the first time I smoked <laughs> weed was, was, or the first time I actually, like, I, I mean, when I was a kid, I smoked weed, but then I didn't. 
I didn't smoke weed for like all of high school. I smoked weed in in middle school and then I didn't smoke weed in high school. And then the first time I ever smoked weed again as like an adult was in Amsterdam. So imagine oh. being high oh. and just seeing everything. You're just like, I think that's the place to do holy, it. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. I'm high. <laughs> I'm stoned. I'm stoned. Just girls never came. Just go with it. Go with it. Girls never came. I like to ask this question of all our guests. What does music mean to you? Um, too. That's a very uh, be a very simple, very deep. Uh, it literally changed my life for the better. It's everything I have in my life is thankful to the people around me and music. You know, I was uh. You know, as a kid, you know, coming from Mexico to here, you fantasize about a lot of the ideas to be able to travel and opportunities to do the things we've done. And thanks to music, I've been able to do all of that and more. So I owe my life to music. Oh, I like that. I thought you said we're not going to get any artists on our show, bro. Sorry. I know. <laughs> this is, uh... A little jelly right now, dog. Right? <laughs> That's, that's good that that's the first time that somebody said like it's changed their life. Yeah, I mean, I got a job because of it. I uh, traveled because of it. Yeah. So. yeah, music's everything. Yeah. Music, it brings people together, even like uh, different countries. You don't speak the same language, but they know your music. Yeah. How crazy is that? That's crazy. Wow. Singing along, you're in a different country. Yeah, told me like, oh yeah, yeah, we're going to Japan. I was like, what the fuck? Do they sing along? Yeah. I'm like, oh, the fuck? Dude, that's yeah. I was like, awesome, man. You listen to your music over there. He's like, yeah, bro. I, dude. I am just a shock. I th- and I thought they were, I thought they were just maybe mumbling the words or something. But this was not- <laughs> they don't speak a lick of fucking English after that. We we did Thailand, and I was like, the band was like, yo, I dare you to say like taco or something, dude, while you're singing. I was like, all right, and I like yelled taco, and this was like, did you just say taco during the song? I was like, damn it, you actually know what I'm saying. <laughs> I was fucking around. I took a bet. Oh, <laughs> and they caught it. That's they dope. caught it. That's dope. I was like, this is crazy. Music is powerful. Yeah, if you if you go to, you know, when you get an opportunity to travel to a lot of these places, you're like, you meet people at shows and, and we sing along. And like, you know, you speak English. How do you learn? It's 90% of the time, it's always music. Ah, uh, yes. I listen to, I listen to so-and-so and I read the lyrics and I, it was able to learn. Oh, English. wow. It's always that. And it's, it's pretty cool, man. Wow. It is awesome. I'm going to start listening to music in different languages. Yeah, you're going to learn how to speak uh, whatever. Yeah. Italian. Yeah. Exactly. French. Yeah, Never I listen to Ramstein, so I kind of know their words right then, too. Oof. Oof. Did you go to that show? Hospice. What is that? What is it? I forgot what that means. Doesn't that like, I hate you or some shit? Like that? I don't know. <laughs> did, I don't you, know. did you go? Did you go? Yeah, did you go to the show? Weekend, no, right? I was at home. Ah. Or no, it was last weekend. Yeah, it was last weekend. I seen videos of that shit. And I was like, Damn. "Do hospice?" Their pyro show looks insane. That shit was. I, I need to see that one day. It looked like a Disneyland thing. It oh goes really? Back and forth, like, and it's like a fucking castle on fire. Damn, fucking stadium was on fire, bro. No, yeah, they had pyro. Like when he comes I, out, I wanted to see all those tanks. How many tanks of pyro? There's so much pyro. They, it's crazy. You see them when he wears a suit with like flames coming out. Oh, that was dope. He looked like a fucking ladybug on fire, bro. <laughs> I gotta look this up. Or a Ninja Turtle if no, you want you, to do it. You gotta see, yeah, Ramstein shows from like now to begin. I mean, when when they first started, the first time they started, they were doing some wild shit. They've always been doing wild shit. But yeah. like now it's just, it's insane. The, the amount of production. Yeah, I was like, I remember I saw the billboard and I was like, dude, I wish I could see, you know, go check them out. 
and I, it was literally the day before. And uh, I, I, I didn't even look at the date. Just drove by it, and I told my wife, oh, I want to go see Ramstein. She's like, well, look it up. And then I was like, ah, whatever. I get on the on the Instagram the next day, and I was like, fuck, it was today? Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's like, Totally missed out on that. That shit was probably sold out. No. No? No. Really? It wasn't sold out. Interesting. Where was it? Uh, at the USC Stadium. Oh, the Coliseum. Coliseum. Yeah, I mean, that's place. They, they ain't no Bad Bunny from. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you know the music, you would go. Just like his, you know, loyal fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. loyal fans. Yeah, that, that's literally what was out there. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were in San Diego, and we have a friend who lives in San Diego, and I was trying to meet up with him, and he's like, I'm going to L.A. to go see them. I don't even know if he went after all. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. yeah I, mean, I, tr- I mean, I know a couple Ramstein songs, but I just want to see their production because, I, again, I nerd out about that shit. You're like, fuck, how the fuck did you build this or make this? Or, yeah, because you're in the industry. Yeah, I'm, I mean, that's, it's, it's the best and worst thing because it's ruined. Yes. yes. Yeah, right I there. can't go to a show. I fucking tease it, though. Oh, oh, I, I go into like, bad. I go, yeah, I go into a venue like, fuck, this sounds bad. Or like, mm-hmm. but, but also I just like, when you see something that gets executed well, oh yeah, oh my, it's like you may not even Goosebumps. be a fan of the music. You know, yeah, yeah, you may not even be a fan of the music. You're just like, holy shit, that was so cool. How did they so do that? Cool, That's you know? amazing. That's dope. Yeah. yeah, we just saw Roger Waters in concert. Oh yeah, I went back to back. Really yeah. good. You know what my favorite type of show is? Is is the random dude playing cover songs at a bar? Nah, nice. yeah, I love it. A few beers and just some dude jamming. It's some a common songs. thing in Long Beach, nah? No? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a common thing in Long Beach. I remember I used to deliver wine. Yeah. And they, I would always ask, like, who's performing here? It's like, oh, there's just some guy performing cover song. Dude, I love it. Shit. That's like the. I want either grade A production or some dude jamming up. On a stool really with bad. A mic. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> All out of tune. <laughs> no. No, it's not that bad. <laughs> no, they're good. All right. So let's get into the mix portion of our show. Oh, yeah. Uh, our guest DJ today is Guru Riza. Guru Rizza. Yeah, he's a tech house. Say that every time. Yeah. Guru Rizza. Guru Rizza. Guru Rizza. You do like house. Ah. Yeah. yeah, I like house. Check out his stuff. It's pretty good. Who doesn't like house?
Wow. Um.
Oh, yeah, we're back. Set times. Thank you, Guru Riza, for that dope-ass mix. Wait, his Instagram is Guru Riza Music. No, Guru Riza. Oh, Guru Riza Music. This was not from the Wu-Tang, right? <laughs> he might be. I don't know. He's the white dude that you never see in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Thank you, Nate, for coming in and sharing your story with us. Nate, Nate, Nate. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much, brother. You know what I wanted to ask before I forget? Uh, if somebody wants to get into the industry, what's... What, do you recommend it? Yeah, what can you recommend? <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. No, man. Unless you don't like to sleep. Yeah, unless you don't like to sleep, don't do it. Uh, uh, don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to learn. And don't be... You know, it's... It's, it's a very uh, productive, very... It's a very communal uh, environment. So, you know, a lot of times it's, it may seem intimidating, but these people are very nice. And don't be afraid to ask questions. And learn. And throw yourself. Fucking figure it out. I like it. Do you want to give out your uh, band Instagram or your own personal Instagram? A little promo? No. Right. <laughs> cool. Very punk rock. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck it. But you can catch us uh, December 4th. Yeah, December 4th. December 4th at Belasco. Yeah, Belasco Theater. Bring me some toys. Yes, yeah. bring toys. Bring some toys. Toy drive. Toy drive. Toy drive. And it's free to get in, right, with the toys? It's free with the toys. you bring your toy. Nice, nice. Or if you buy me a shot. Or both. Hey, dog, just put me on the guest list, bro. <laughs> the shot, man. I'm not even telling you to buy the shot or sneak a bottle in. It's fine. <laughs> you got bottle service, bro? Because I'm, I'm all for it. It's Belasco. I'll be the one right there with bottle service, dog. I got a punk show. <laughs> it might have it. Look at this fucking guy. We actually do have with the glasses. <laughs> glasses on. I'll show up like I'm going to a pool party, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, Nate, I appreciate you being on the show. No worries. Thanks for having me. For sharing the story. This is set times. Bye bye.